Hello. Hi. Hey. Welcome to Platicast, an audio collage that's as processy, creative, intuitive, and messy as its creators. As queer Chicana traviesas, we're here to reclaim our voices, our process, and our coyote medicine, and we invite you to step out of the realm of the ordinary and take a deep dive into the mystery of what wants to be. Okay, so it is Sunday, September 13th, 2020, and just coming to you with a little stream of consciousness. I was in conversation today, and we were talking about fear. Us folks here on the West Coast have been dealing with the wildfire, smoke, and really bad air quality for almost a month now, maybe a little longer. And, um, and it just seems to, to get worse, right? And so, you know, we're still in this pandemic with no improvement in the situation. In California, you know, we get these uh, flex alerts, which mean that uh, we get our power shut off when it's too hot or when there's high winds. And so we're dealing with this pandemic that has not been dealt with appropriately by our governments um, or our citizens, our people. Occasional power outages, heat waves, wildfires, poor air quality, evacuations. And many of us are exhausted. We were exhausted before the wildfires, and the wildfires just really seem to have been the breaking point for many people. Uh, the kind of work that I do, I work with staff um, in behavioral health, and so I noticed that uh, a lot of staff are just uh, at their breaking points, um, and myself, uh, I'm including myself in that bundle of folks. Um, the way I notice it showing up is just feeling slightly disconnected, a little hard to concentrate, not absorbing information as well as I used to. Sometimes I misread things or misunderstand things. Um, short temper. Uh, I get frustrated very easily, especially with technology. I was talking to my partner this morning and I was very frustrated with this piece of technology that was not working. And and just mentioned how, you know, it was an, yet another thing I can't count on, right? This, uh, these technologies that are supposed to make life easier and more efficient, uh, when they don't work, it's, it's, uh, it's a small thing that can feel pretty huge. And so, so later in the day, I was in a, um, circle, uh, that I meet with monthly, and we were talking about fear. And so I was recalling a few months ago, I believe it was July, where I was in a real deep state of fear. Um, and that fear was, was very much a place of susto. And so I was recalling what it was I needed to do at that time, because... 
what I remember is that uh, when we are in a place of fear, we cling on to anything, any possible thing that might offer a glimpse, a glimmer of certainty. And of course, when that thing fails to provide the certainty we are so desperately needing, we quickly become angry. For me, that's technology, right? That's the most frequent way that shows up. And it, it can be a very devastating feeling when we are in a state of fear, trying to find some certainty to cling to, and then that certainty uh, fails, right? It can feel like such a blow. And so I was reminded how I had to keep coming back to the moment, because what is certain, what is certain, especially now, right? What is, what is certain now, what is true about that has always been true. The only difference is that many of us are really um, fully living that truth. And so what is certain is this moment, and this moment, and this moment. And that's all we have, right, is each moment. Everything else is uncertain. And that can feel devastating, and that can feel liberating, and that can feel everything in between. And we allow all of that to be here. I remember being in that place of susto in July and realizing that I, I needed to just be with it and allow it because that place of fear really forces, can force you to slow down. And typically what we do is we speed up. We feel the fear and we don't want it. And so we push and we go faster and we distract and we dive into work or tasks or serving the community or whatever. We go full force and we try to go faster to try to avoid the fear, right? Um, but the fear is really asking us to slow down. And that's what prompted me to record the slowing down episode, that in conversation with Melissa that we had had just prior to that. So, so I allowed myself to slow down and just feel the grief and the loss and the sadness that this fear and the anger, right? That this fear was letting me know about and then we can also talk with this fear and ask it, what, what are you afraid of? And these things that we're afraid of, what do they mean? What do they tell us about what's important to us? What do they tell us about what we value and what we want to do with this life, right? And so the fear can definitely alchemize into inspiration if we give it the attention. And then how do we come back to our body? Because when we are in fear, many times it, our bodies don't feel safe and we pop out, what I call popping out of our bodies, right? So how do we come back to the body? And for me, it was 
tapping into my belly and my root chakra, that belly being that space of safety that we tense up when we're not feeling safe, that we cover, we curl in. You know, you look at other mammals who do the same thing. You know, dogs especially, they tuck their tails in and curve their belly in. They don't feel safe. Belly is such a vulnerable space. And so from head to toe, I was rubbing oils, concentrating on the belly, concentrating on the root chakras, just slowly going on my belly in left hand, in left direction. So slowly focusing on the belly and breathing in deep and brushing oils from the top all the way down, down, down to my toes and brushing off brushing whatever fears I had off of my body and being careful that I was doing it in a respectful way, not dismissing it or trying to extinguish it, but having listened to it and honoring it and allowing it to release and be transformed, right? And moving, moving my body, walking in a circular pattern, clockwise. It's that movement, it's that pattern of life from right to left in a circle. It's what animals do, other animals. We are animals, are we not? When they get stunned, when they get shocked, when they come out of survival mode, you see them shake and move and walk and, and we need to do the same thing. And standing in place and, and shaking my body, letting all the energy just shake out of my body and down into the ground. Letting Donansin Pachamama take and transform this energy that needs to be moved. So, so that paying attention to what is it, how does your body want to move? How does your body need to move, right? So these are things that we can do when fear shows up. We can slow down, we can listen, we can hear what's important to us, where we want to see our action take place. And then we reconnect with our body, breathe deep, cleanse, shower, shake, hold ourselves, cleanse the space from everything that you've just done, and rest and drink water to allow things to settle and for the newness to arrive in its divine time. So at this time, we will probably find ourselves wavering between hope and fear. And I'm someone who, for most of my life, was a very pessimistic person and only 
I'd say within the last 10 years have learned to be more optimistic. Um, so I definitely have got both of those qualities in me and I find myself balancing and wavering between the two, hope and fear. And I think with this pandemic and the chaos has really helped me to learn is that when I have moments of hope and dreams, that those are valid and can be given attention. And in those moments of fear, when they show up, it doesn't mean that the dream was a lie or was gone. It just means that there's a layer of healing that needs some attention, that when I'm in fear, now is not the time to give attention to the dreams and the hopes, but it's time to attend to something, some grief that's trying to let me know that there is a value I'm not connected to, that there's something important that I'm either not connected to or, or isn't happening, right? And so checking in with myself and giving myself that time and space to, to do that. And I realize I speak from a very privileged place because I don't have children and, and I live in a way where I can, I can do that, you know. So if you are not having that ability to drop in, I just want you to know that, that you don't have to do this perfectly and there's no right way to do this. We are all doing what we can, right? My, my life is not perfect, you know. I still have to work my, my, my two jobs. <laughs> and I don't always have the time to do this. Um, but when I do have the time, I try. So do what you can, if whatever's possible, with whatever you've got. You don't need to have fancy, expensive things. And, you know, you and your, yourself and your connection is really all you need. So, so I wanted to just do this impromptu message about fear. I feel like we're at this place where we just don't know what to expect anymore and kind of at this place of surrender, which could be great or it could not be depending, right? Um, I feel like I've done everything I can do and I, there's, yeah, I just kind of have to let go at this point of, of um, staying safe and continue to do what I can to stay safe, right? Uh, whatever that means, safety. <laughs> Thanks for listening, and we'd love to hear from you. If you have any questions, or if you'd like to share your thoughts, hop on over to our website at platicas.com. That's P-L-A-T-I-C-A-S-T dot com. Or send us an email, platicas at gmail.com.